welcome back to the Talk Nuffle podcast. And let me just paint you a quick picture here of where Phil and I are sitting. We're sitting out on a lovely balcony in the, uh, in the sort of afternoon sun on a lovely summer's day in London. Emirates Stadium in full view, sunshine beaming down, blue skies and greenery and just peace and quiet. How are you, Phil? Are you all right? I'm doing fantastically well, Tom. <laughs> Good. I'm welcome, glad. welcome, listeners, to my balcony. We've just enjoyed a, a lovely meal. We've had a few drinks. We, have. we intended to record this podcast much earlier in the day. Instead, we hobbied, we painted, we drank, we talked, we laughed. Oh, oh we laughed. <laughs> we laughed and cried. <laughs> no, we laughed. No, there was a few moments when Phil was crying because you've been painting uh, one of your tree men, haven't you, Phil? And there were a few moments when he's going, <laughs> I just heard the words, a fucking tree. Like, I mean, there, the... there are some words that I can't probably say on, on the air, but this tree man is a cunt. <laughs> no, you can say them on the air, you can't say them on the DBL chat. That's, that, that's the elephant in the room. But, <laughs> but you can say them on the air, that's fine. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> oh no, James is the only listener, what are we going to do? Oh, I'll have to cut that or something. Anyway, <laughs> anyway right, today... Uh, what are we going to talk about? First of all, um, let's talk about some news, because we've been, what, a month or so since the last podcast? So stuff that's we happened have indeed. in the Blood Bowl world. So, um, so yeah. let's, let's talk about uh, Games Workshop Blood Bowl news first. Yeah. And we'll go in reverse chronological order from the most recent events that have taken place. Seems uh, logical in a weird kind of way. The most recent event that's taken place has been the photos and the video released of the Lizardmen Blood Bowl team. The crocodilians, the crocodiles. So, aren't they called that the avocados or something? Are they? Oh yeah, they are. They call something really strange, which I can't remember. And if we were more prepared, we would know what they're I'm called. Just, I'm just going to Google it. Right it's now. like I'm, I'm just ad-libbing now. <laughs> I feel like quickly Google's what the hell these. Are. But actually, so we've had a, a very marmite approach to the uh, to the Lisbon models. Love hate, I would say. We're super close. We're super close. <laughs> the title of your sex. No, page. I don't want Seraphon. <laughs> 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 you have to look on the Warhammer community website. Uh, how do I access that? After that shit show. Uh, so we found it. So the, uh, the so they revealed at Gen Con. Uh, it's a bit low. They're Blood Bowl. Cool. So they are the called... The Guacamole Crater Gators. That's it. So there is so a... I was on the right line with Avocado. <laughs> you were. There is There is indeed avocado in guacamole. What What other ingredients are there in, av- in uh, guacamole? Well, some people put uh, maybe chilies in there. As your first extra ingredient, you go, you go avocado, chilies, boom. Well, you're gonna, done. you're gonna put lime or lemon in there as well. Like. Yeah, you That's need a given. you need a bit of a bit of a flavour, bit of pepper. But no, I think I think some flaked chili seeds, the, the dried ones in particular, okay. just to give it a bit of a bit of oomph in the back of it. Not not to be spicy, not to be uncomfortable, but they just give it a nice a nice flavour. Nice just a little bit of a kick. very little bit, yeah, absolutely. Like a good foul. Mmm, I like quite it. Quite right. Okay. Cool. Well, we now have the guacamole crater gators up. So yeah, the Lizardmen. I mean, as I was saying, Marmite love-hate relationship. Um, Phil, are they your Marmite? Do you love or do you hate them? Um, I think the models look fantastic. Mm. I'm a very big fan. Um, I think, as with a lot of the Games Workshop paint jobs for specialist miniature things... They're a bit shit. The paint job isn't that great. Either the colours they've used aren't super, or the quality of the paint job. And in particular, I think if you look at the Saurus Warriors, that kind of blue is, well, it's, I don't know. It doesn't look like it's been painted by an heavy metal painter to me. Interesting. 
you agree? Yeah, no, I can see what you mean. See what you mean. And they've got a kind of dark meh red, haven't they, alongside mm. it? See. But I, I actually, I really like the miniatures. I think they were quite... So Games Workshop go for this quite cartoony approach to the Bloodborne mm. miniatures. Like, um, we talked about the mummy before on the undead. And I and I think these are on the same lines. They're quite a cartoony Lisbon team approach. And I but then Blood Bowl Blood Bowl has got its own kind of aesthetic, isn't it? And I think yeah. they're quite in keeping with Blood Bowl. Agreed. But yeah, no, the box looks great. So seemingly you get twelve Saurus warriors. Twelve Saurus warriors. That's a lot of Saurus. Four. Twelve. Six. Twelve Saurus. Six. Six Saurus. <laughs> twelve Saurus. <laughs> okay. Is it six? six? Yeah, that's the normal amount on Lisbon team. And then presumably and then eight you get. Skinks. It can't be. It can't be a 14-player box. Mm. Can it? Have we... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. It's going to be 12 players in the box. So how many Saurus are there? 4... 6. 6 Saurus and 6 Skink or Skink equivalent size. Players, okay. And that's where the rub is, because it looks to my untrained eye, these novice peepers that I possess... That there's a new positional in the box. Yeah, it could well be. I mean, we've we've seen that that's coming with the halflings, hasn't it? Where mm. I think that Games Workshop have hinted at these new rules they might be bringing in, and actually, um, all the teams I think that have just the sort of two positionals, maybe plus a big guy, might be getting some additional support. Mm. So it looks to be some sort of chameleon slash catcher esque player, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's there with his little headdress on. Chameleon eyes, chameleon tongue, and he's Ooh, kind he's of catching the ball with his tongue. And he's got like cl little claw hands as well. Mm. He looks like a like little nimbly pimbly. <laughs> you know, like you know, like the claw in those. Uh, you know, when you go to the yeah. arcades and you get the little mm. claw arms. Yeah, he looks like yeah, which like is which is inevitably useless at picking up the item that you. Maybe wish he's got a claw. A skink with claw. Oh my god, <laughs> That'd be great. Could the rumors be true? <laughs> well, what he do you is the chosen one. What do you reckon a chameleon's going to have then? For the skill, for like the skill package. I mean, the, the normal skink's pretty good. Halfling, we've had the capture with he's... the couple additional skills. So if we if we what think about a it, would have? Um, he's either going to be the same speed as the skink, or maybe a little bit slower. Skinks are what movement eight. Movement eight, yeah. So he's either going to be eight, or he might be seven, because chameleons are they that fast? I don't know. I mean, in the Warhammer Fantasy universe, they they have exactly the same stats, but they're like they can mingle into the jungle and then they can teleport and stuff. The okay. actual stats are the same. So, in terms of so... mingling into the jungle, maybe something like shadowing. Ooh, yeah, that could be a good shout. I mean, I would have said maybe something like stab, but there's no obvious he knife. Have a stab, there's no obvious he? knife in the model. He might he just is, be a catcher. He might have. He catch is catching and... a ball, so maybe catch. Could he be? Could he be bumped up in stats or agility, but weaker? What strength? What? Mm. I Seems don't. Unlikely. Yeah, I don't think they would do that. I think that that would be. Maybe I mean an agility for Stunty in general is horrendous pig. So I don't think. I, I think that's a good shot. I think he probably will have catch. Hmm. And uh, he could have something else. Shadowing would be cool, but I don't think he'd have that. One more armor, maybe one less armor. Yeah. What armor is king? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe just. Maybe just catch and. What? Could he have a, access to passing skills? I mean, they did that with the hefties. I just don't see the logic. So but. different different skill access, passing and agility. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. Maybe. I suspect he's going to come with catch. I don't. I, I can't see him coming with. 
dump off or Hail Mary pass I or mean, pass. He or... is diving through the air. He could have diving catch. Yeah. That's a possibility. But then the Slan um, or Kislev, those games that actually like mm. scores, have diving catch ready. Could so. he maybe come with sure hands? Maybe. Maybe. Now, the, 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 the rumour I, I heard was that there was a new positioning. I can't name my source. But like he, 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 but he wasn't going to be like a positional which people would necessarily take. Okay. In a similar way to like an assassin on the Dark Elf team. So he's not... Players you want to win, don't take him. So he's not likely to have anything particularly useful. Mm. So he might have something a bit more esoteric. Okay. And something a bit more unusual. Something okay. about him. But like... I don't know. It's it's Having more positionals is no bad thing. No, it's exciting. I'm, I mean, I'm... I've been meaning to pick up a Lisbon team for a while and I'm going to buy these guys 100%. Like, I think they look really cool. Saurus in particular, I really like. Um, Skinks, like, I like them, but the Saurus are what I really like about the team. I think um, they're really cool. I should imagine we'll see a Crocs pretty quickly too. Could be another plastic mod like the Troll and the Ogre. Yeah, that's true. Or a Forge World one like the Chaos one they brought out a, a Minotaur. Minos Forge World, that's true. Who, who did the... Um, what have we got, big guy? Was Rat Ogre? Is there a plastic Rat Ogre? No, I think that was Forge World as well. Okay, so, so it's, it could almost, be a it's almost one. certain to be Forge World then. I think it could. They, that seems to be what they do. They like to bounce off each other. Yeah. Anyway, Lizardmen coming in. Looks cool. I'm going to buy them. Coming at you. And uh, what do we think by the end of the year? No, we're probably. How far into the, win the Wood Elf window are we? Wood Elf's alright now. Wood Elf's like Easter. No. But they went Half halflings out at like March, and then Wood Elves were out at like May June. They're pro they're quite close together. Hmm. I mean, I expect maybe a month for me might see the lizards. Yeah, I hope so. And okay. Then, and then how many teams that leave GW left to make? Not many. What? As in all of the Blood Bowl teams? Mm. The the progress has been pretty good. Yeah, but it's, it's still quite a lot. I mean, it depends where you think they're going to go. I mean, are they going to fight? Are they going to? We've heard rumours about new rules coming out and them doing new things next year. I mean, it would be quite logical for them to produce new Chaos teams, for example. So they've not produced models for Corn yet. Um, are they going to acknowledge that and do that? Or are they going to produce new Slanesh or mm. Zench? Or, I mean, that would be to me, that would be a logical progression if we go, right, we're going to do all the Corn teams, all the uh, Chaos teams. We've done a, a Nurgle now, and a Corn. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here because it's just struck me. That I think that Forgeard aren't going to make a Croxagore anytime soon. Yeah. But what they are going to release is old, what's his face, Eddie the Zoat. The Zoat star player. Yeah. Because okay. the Zoat star player in the picture looks like a Croxagore. He does. Yeah, no, sure. And, then he can and be in used the same way that they've not done a Treeman for Halflings, which. <laughs> Is ridiculous. Yeah, agree. and essential to a halfling like, team. There's no reason you would take a halfling team without treatment unless you're a hero. Yeah, exactly. But, but they've done deep root, so I think we might see old Stephen the Zoat come out, pop out, and, and say hello. Stephen the Zoat's bent as well. Is got he? Some really good skills. Yeah, I can't remember them off the top of the head, but I remember him. Bit. I think he's a strength five non-negatrate guy. Oh, is he so, really? Yeah. A non-negatrate Crocs. But he's not a Crocs. He's got some other stuff going on. Oh. I can't remember, but he's good. Um, but yeah, Lizardman. That's sweet. The, the pitch looks looks cool too from the video. Does it? Oh, I've not seen the pitch actually. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's the Lizards. Um, since we last cast a pod, Wood Elves, did we do anything about them? We don't need to talk about Wood Elves, do we? That'll just get Jimbo excited. 
It's got there's 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 <laughs> the glimmer glimmer vein shadow spire, the little fairy shadow flames glimmer spire. <laughs> and then there's like another treeman. Is that? Yeah, there's like a new treeman. Oh. Which is like a wood elf. Oh, tree. A, um, oh a, a star player. Oh, a dark treeman, though. A dark treeman. The, wood are, the woods are dark. Okay. What's um, that treeman got? I think he might be a bit weaker. Possibly a bit quicker. He's not like a kind of leaping treeman or something. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's a, like a colonel of hunt, not a colonel of hunter, like, um, what was the name? Orion was the king of the wood elves. He was the king of the wood elves. And then what were his guard called? Uh, the Colonel Hunters. So I was going to say Colonel Hunters. So there's the new um, star player who's like a Colonel Hunter, who's like another once again a, a wood elf player who's a wood elf, but like he's a bit angry and you know. Has he got like frenzy and yeah stuff I think like there, that? I think there is a, a frenzy one. I think that's right. Um, let's have a very quick look. If we if we're able to. I feel like you're not going to find it on the Fumble website. Oh, you never, you never know what you might find <laughs> on the Fumble website, though, really, do you? Let's... I don't think it's going to come up. Well, we'll, we'll know if Steve and the, uh, the Zotes on here, won't we, I suppose? Yeah, that's true. Because th there was definitely one new Wood Elf player who very much resembled a Wood Elf. And you're just kind of thinking, it's just a bit on. Look at that. The old Rumble picture there for Rumbelo Sheepskin. Ooh, Rumbelo Sheepskin. He's great, isn't on he? On a sheep. 633. Oh, okay, so maybe the new. What's the new. Steve. Tony Steve... Glockling is on there. The Steve new, and the Zotes. The new not... Undead. No, no. We're going to have to just look at Wood Elves another time and also check if we've done it previously because I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if we've spoken about what else. We were, okay. we were probably quite drunk last time we, we did the podcast. Probably. We? That's that's statistically likely. I mean, we're in essentially going to the pub when we're done here as well, aren't we? Yeah, essentially. Or, or during while we're... Or during, and then we might report directly from the bar. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anyway, we've what, spoke... What other news is there? I think that's the, all the news, isn't it, really? Um, and so first up, we, thank you very much, I think, Vortis Managers. Oh, yes, Vortis. So they've sent us a very... After, after we maybe rather... Did we mention last time and say they weren't going to send something to us? Or did we not? I can't remember. But anyway, they have now <laughs> sent us Rumbelow Sheepskin, which is cool. Or, no, not Rumbelow Sheepskin, because that'll get them done for IP. So whatever the star halfling player riding a sheep is... Um, he was he was called by um, by the commish, Billy Bookcase. Billy Bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their their model's really cool. I really like him. Exactly. Actually. He's exactly what I had in mind. You of can what, purchase him from IKEA. You can. Yeah, exactly. Billy Bookcase. Um, but Phil's going to paint him up, aren't you, Phil? I am indeed. And, and then I'm going to deploy him against the commish. <laughs> Terminate some blodging knights. Do you think the commish will bring Terry the table to that game to uh, <laughs> to counter Billy the bookcase? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> or you know, it's carry Ra the chair. It's Rachel the rug. I'm I'm concerned about. <laughs> yeah, I'm very concerned about Rachel the rug. Or not. I mean, it depends on the what you like. Anyway, um, now, I, I read this the other day too. Maybe this is news. Maybe it isn't news. It's definitely not news. But like. I think Bertha Big Fist is omitted from the Halfling Star players in the um, new, in the new, uh, not the new, but in the in the Halfling Spike book. Okay. You've got it next year, is that correct? I do. Shall I have a look? Yeah. And is this? Are we segueing? What segueing into this? Because <laughs> it seems like all we ever talk about these days is, is halflings. Is halflings. I love halflings. <laughs> yeah, we should we should definitely talk about halflings. 
Um, but we should talk about something else first, shouldn't we, properly? Yeah, we're going to segue into there, there is no Birth of Big Fist, um, There is no Birth of Big Fist. No, you're right. And we are later, uh, which I probably should have said up front, talk about Halflings in a bit. But first of all, um, shall we talk about the World Cup? The World Cup, let's do it. The World Cup? I'm just saying that over and over again because I'm going to come back to put in the safest segments. I'll have to remember that this is where the World Cup starts. Or whether listeners want to come and listen about World Cup content. So nice. Say the word World Could Cup. Could you like, do like a little World Cup tune or something, you know? What is the World Cup tune? It changes every year, doesn't the it? The Champions League one's like, The Champions! The World Cup tune changes every year, doesn't it? Okay, well I'll look up what the World Cup one was last year and uh, probably not use it if I have to buy it off iTunes because mm. that'll just be money that I don't need to spend. Um, well, well... Google would have us believe that the chosen songs for the World Cup tune are usually multilingual and include English, the official language of the organising country, Spanish and other languages. Interesting. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, that precludes like David Bowie or something like that, doesn't it, really? They're not going to speak Qatari. And just by way of, um, just because our listeners are probably very interested in this fact. <laughs> this segue. In... Uh... In 2018, last year in Russia, it was Live It Up, which is by Nicky Jam, featuring Will Smith and Era Istrefi. Was Will Smith speaking Spanish? or? I suspect it was probably one of the others. <laughs> Maybe he does, I don't know. He's, he could be a very talented man. He is a very talented man, Will Smith, actually. When, when was um, Shakira? With Waka Waka Hey Hey. This oh, is yeah. Africa. This is South Africa, surely. Yeah, that was South African. Yeah. Yeah. What a great ass she has. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving swiftly on. Um, cool, so that's the news. Over yes, the rest the world, of the podcast, the world... we're going to do World Cup, and then we're going to talk a bit about um, halfling tournament stuff. So first of all, uh, into the World Cup. So Phil, we're going to the World Cup! The World Cup! Hurrah! I'm just, I'm just going to let the listeners know that right now I'm... We're just pausing for a train to go past. That's the, uh, the um, Overground. 1841 to Welling Garden City. I just want to let our listeners know that I'm enjoying a nice Bushmills 12-year distillery Irish reserve, single malt distillery reserve whiskey. And, and um, I have it on good authority from none other than, uh, than Tom that you can only buy this from the distillery. That's correct. Or maybe from various airport duty frees around the world. Sometimes they have little bits of bombs in there. <laughs> maybe. Fortunately, um, Northern Ireland is definitely staying in the UK after Brexit, so you'll still be able to purchase is, this. Is Bushmills in the Northern Ireland? It is. It is. Fantastic. So you'll, you'll still be able to purchase this after October the 31st. That is what, not going. What whiskies are we potentially losing? We're losing Jameson's. Yeah, Jameson's. Um, that's literally the only Irish whiskey I know. Although Jameson's, like the 20, the 20 year Jameson's, are really nice. Where's Jameson's distillery? It's in Dublin, isn't it? Is it? Oh, okay. I'd actually really like to go around that. Anyway, the World Cup. Let's go to the World Cup. So where is the World Cup this year, Phil? I'm just Googling whiskey distilleries in Ireland. Oh, good. I'm glad that you're on topic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the World Cup this year is in Dornburn in Austria. So Splendid. Austria, for those um, you maybe aren't familiar with its size or its shape, it's quite a small country. I think about one. 6 million people, 1.3. Goodness me. Um, very mountainous. And it's in a weird kind of spleen-like shape. 
Now, Austrians who may be listening, I mean no disrespect by calling your country spleen-like shaped, but it is odd. Because the spleen is a relevance to the human body, mm. often removed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's kind of long and thin and a bit spindly in various places, and it, it borders with Germany, it borders with Switzerland, um, I think it borders with um, Slovenia, Italy. Slovakia, Italy, um, possibly Czech Republic as well. It's, it, it's an interesting shape, an interesting size. Uh, and it's in the very westernmost part of the country, closest city to Dornburn being Zurich, which is where we're flying to. And I think the closest massive German city to it is Munich. Um, but yeah, so that's where it's going to be. And it's uh, kicking off in what? Month and a half? Yeah, I'm very excited. Month and a half, Jesus Almost Christ. Aroused. It's close, isn't it? It's very close. So what are you taking, Phil, this year? Well, we go through the whole team, actually, before Wait, we come to you. Let's do that. Let's do that. I actually think I know it almost. I spend my whole life talking about me. Let's talk about other people. Tom. Almost off by heart. The captain is none other than uh, John Foster. Dr. Mustachio. Dr. Mustachio, who is taking, I'm assuming, Chaos Pact? I thought I had a, an appropriate app on my phone, but I don't. Is, um, is John taking Chaos Pact? Ah, no, he's actually taking Chaos Trees. Are we, are we still in C major? Here we are. Good. Yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. Just checking that we're in C major. Now, for, the, for those who, who might look at our World Cup team roster, you may say, but wait, King Redwart, a.k.a. Ollie, is listed as the team captain. He's not actually listed as the captain. He's just at the top of the list, oh, to be fair. Does that mean I'm not vice captain? Yes. I think I am vice captain. No, you're not vice captain. No, no, no. I think I am. No, no, I think I think that I'm vice captain. I <laughs> am <laughs> <laughs> the best. <laughs> um, but yes, Doctor Mustachio is the captain of the DBR World Cup team. Indeed. So his, his team are called Filth Collins, and he's got a Chaos Chosen team. Very exciting. So if we click on Filth Collins, now right, so give us the team. If anybody wants to have a look at this, it's on the um, NAF World Cup website. You type in Dornburn Blood Bowl World Cup into Google, you'll get it. And then if you click on um, the tab for info, there's then registered squads, and you can see the squads and the squads number in the bazillions. So there's a lot of them in there, and we are the Dragon Bowl All Stars. I think it's about 1,500 players in total. Wow, that is a lot. So returning to our rosters, Filth Collins by Dr. Mustachia, Chaos Chosen. It's, uh, they're listed as tier 3, which increases the amount of money they can spend on skills, because skill packages here are gold, and then you buy them, and I think there's a limit on double skills for non-slanty teams. Yeah, the slanty teams can have as many as they want. But the, the, the gamey teams can't. Yeah. So, Chaos... So, gamey teams like what John's taken. Ca no, Chaos here, <laughs> we, we got a flavour for the World Cup build at the UKTC, because it did. was the same pack. And Chaos were overwhelmingly the gamiest one there that you saw the most of, unusually so. 100%. Um, and so the team he's gone for is a, is a bare 11 players, which is four beastmen, four blockers, no, sorry, six beastmen, four blockers, and a mino. Skills he's got, we've got guard beastmen, tackle beastmen, wrestle beastmen, block beastmen, block warrior, block warrior, guard warrior. Claw, Minotaur, <laughs> and then he's given him Juggernaut on day two because yeah. you can double up on skills. Amazing. Does he get does he get mutation access to standard? Yeah, 
The Chaos one does. That's pretty nice, isn't it? And then an extra armed beastman. So every single day. player has a skill apart from the last one. So I'm assuming. Apart from the last beastman runner, yeah. Wow, that's wow. pretty good. What do you think of that build there, Tom? Yeah, I quite like it. Um, I mean, you know me, I would um, I would take stars always. Yeah. And I did talk to him about it, and I've I've run a build similar to this where I've just subbed the Mino out for Borak the Despoiler because he is quite similar to a Mino in that he's strength 5, doesn't have horns, but he's strength 5 and comes with lock. Still has the How much is he worth? 300. So um, it's quite a bit extra, isn't it, I suppose? But if we, if we look yeah, at, if we look at the gold that he spent on the Mino... Mino is 150. First skill is a normal, is going to be 20k. Yeah. Second skill is then 30k. So this is 200k for the Minotaur alone. Yeah, so and then Borax, you drop it. 300 Yeah, so you just drop a warrior. I have as the fourth warrior. That's how I do it. Wow. Basically. Makes your team more reliable, I suppose. Yeah. Because Lord Bor the spoiler, let's get through his stats. What is he? Um, he's a warrior with plus one strength, so he's strength five. And he's so got five, mighty blow, five, block. Three, nine. And he's mighty blow, block, and dirty player. <laughs> but yes. my block. Because yeah. he's going to be doing a lot of fouling. A lot of fouling, yeah. 100%. You're going to use that 300 TV, 300 crowns uh, guy all the time to foul. He sounds a bit overpriced. Um, I think he's about right. I think if he was like 250, you'd be like, he's cheap. Mm. So, because he's a strength 5, no negatrate, move 5, edge 3 guy, I think I think 300's actually quite reasonable. Would you ball carry with him? Yeah, so when I won... Came no, came second at the Super Bowl to you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all those years ago, and um, uh, last year I think it was. Um, I had Borak and uh, ball carried all the time. Wow! Back when I used to win games. Mm. And that's the event you left your team in an Uber. Both my teams in Uber. Yeah, both your teams. Anyway, good times. <laughs> good, good fun was had by all. Um, so that is the captain. That's the captain. Now let's look at um, let's look at the slam player in our team. The slam player is a Scotsman called Lewis. So uh, coach named Lewis M. He's got slam, also tier three. Because obviously they're they're just as good as chaos. I think he's gonna have a terrible time. <laughs> he's gone just... for a three re-roll, one assistant coach, one fan factor build, twelve players, Crocs de Gore, one blitzer, four catchers, and the rest linos. Now, Slam, um, for people who don't play a lot of Blood Bowl, are a bit of a bonkers team where everyone comes of leap. Apart from the Crocs. Apart from the Crocs. So they all, they've all got leap and long legs, mm -hmm. which means that they're always leaping on a 3 plus when they're AG3. And the catchers who are AG4 then leap on a 2 plus. Correct. Um, and leap ignores tackle zones as well, so it's always going to be a good role. So the skills he's got we've got a guard Crocs, Blitz has got tackle. Now the and blitz, wrestle. And wrestle. Arakala. That's decent, isn't yeah, it? That's good. And he's got diving tackle too. Stand there for the old blitzer. But he's a pricey player, 110k. I've always thought of, of all the players, he's a bit overpriced for what he is. Yeah, well, he gets skills that he doesn't necessarily need off the bat. So, Does like, he, get he gets gas? the jump up. Um, say again? Does he get gas? Yeah, he's got general agility and, and strength. strength. So he does have some good skill access, and mm. he's got like dive and tackle and jump up. They're both like good skills, yeah. And that's why you pay for it, but you don't necessarily need it on a blitz. Or, like, and the synergy that, with so. diving tackle and jump up is really nice too. Exactly. Yeah. Because when you diving tackle, if you add the number to them, you fall over too, don't you? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You you don't dive, but you just you. 
they you roll. go prone, they turn over. Yeah. Correct. So then we've got catchers. Now we've got four catchers. One with guard on day one. Or the rest with dodge. The rest all with dodge. Now they come with diving catch <laughs> rather than just catch. Yeah. <laughs> so but that means that they're catching accurate passes on a two, doesn't it? They're already doing that. They're agility four. Well, they've got dive and catch. <laughs> <laughs> They're catching on a two in a tackle zone. Cool. Yes, and they can catch in accurate passes. Yeah, which is cool. So they're 80k each. And it's fluffy, you know. Frogs with long legs, jumping around, dive and catch. I like it. So then we've got uh, six linemen. Three of the linemen have skills. So the linemen stats are standard for human linemen. They're 6338. They've got leap and very long legs. And they are, eight, they are 60k. So good value actually, I think, frog linemen. Uh, they've got four with skills. They've got kick linemen, which I think is excellent. I think that's exactly what you want as a slam player. So mm -hmm. you can get those blitzes. You can pressure the backfield straight away, and you can put the ball where you want to. Then we've got a wrestle, um, another wrestle, and a block, all on later days because the skill package works. That day one you get X amount of money for skills. Day two you get a bit more. Day three you get a bit more as well. So first two, second two. Oh, oh well, actually, at the World Cup, it's three games a day, isn't it? Yeah. Three games and nine games in total, mm. which I've, I've never done an event, which is more than what? Marathon. Six. Mostly we do three or four, so... UKTC <laughs> was six, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. So that's, um, that's Lewis. Next, we've got... I think he's really going to struggle with the only having three rerolls. Mm. Standard slam build, I would always take the four, because you need it on the leap. So you're going to be doing a lot of leaping. And you're going to need those rerolls. And there's no natural reroll you can get for leap, is there? No. So I think he'll struggle without four rerolls. But mm. otherwise, he's got a good amount of wrestle, uh, rackler. But I think yeah. I would have gone for four rerolls. Next. So let's look at uh, Coach Greenberger, which is uh, Steve Green. He's taken Lizardman. Ooh, Steve unfortunately left the DBL this season. June to move away, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. But he was in the final of the Cuffleberry last year. In the charcoal vision, indeed. And, and he lost out to Martin, who was so drunk that he couldn't coherently speak to me in the podcast afterwards, as some of the listeners <laughs> may remember. I was like, so how did that go for you, Martin? Mm. He went, as uh, good. Listeners will be pleased to yeah. hear that Martin is once again smashing it in the DBR. Uh, yeah, Hasn't he got some outrageous skill rolls again? Yeah, he's got a strength five golem. He's playing necromantic. Yeah. And a strength four wolf. <laughs> and last season, he had a strength five, mighty blow, tackle, frenzy, all blitz or something, yeah. Bombs, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ridiculous. It was, what was his name? Orc and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Orc and Jerry. <laughs> I don't know what the uh, werewolf's called, but I'm sure it's an equally great name. So, uh, Steve's Lizardman team wants to get into another train. Which one, which one is this? This is the um, 1856 to Welling Garden City. No, I don't think it's Welling Garden City, actually, that one. Wellington Garden City. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's just going to Finsley Park. Oh, OK. But, um... So Phil knows all of the uh, train timetables off by heart. Sitting well, right let, let, let me get out my notepad. Are you a train can... spotter, Phil? Why do you think I live here? <laughs> I, I don't trains. go to work during the day. I just sit on the balcony in my anorak. Masturbating over the edge as whoa, the trains whoa, go whoa. past. <laughs> Train spotter, not 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 weird purr. <laughs> are those two are those two like separatable or Tom. Jesus Christ, Tom. Anyway, <laughs> so there's a Lizardman team here, three re-rolls, another twelve uh, player build. 
And it's Croxagore 6 Saurus, which is the maximum you can take as our It is the maximum you can and take. And then it is 5 Skinks. Sadly, he won't be using the new, uh, Tier the one. new, the new team. What so, has he gone for the skills on the on the players? So, a uh, break tackle Crocs. Ooh, controversial. But nice. Uh, then we've got the Sora skills. Four of them have skills. A lot of block. All block. <laughs> a lot of block there. <laughs> really does not want to see no, those. But no uh, block on day one. Really? Two. Oh, no, sorry, it is, yeah. Two block on day one. One block on day two. One block on day three. Okay. Then we've got skinks. Uh, two skinks have skills. Both sidestep. Interesting. Interesting. So he's gone for no doubles. Yeah, no doubles at all. No doubles. I mean, it's difficult to get doubles on tier one, isn't it? Because of the way the packages are written and you kind of have to give stuff up. Because you mm. have to take 1100 and then you get 60k. So you'd have to give up. If you wanted to take a double, you'd have to take one double and one single on day one. It's a bit... I don't know. Does it lack ambition, the skill build? What would you go differently? Um, I mean, block's good. I'd probably... I would probably take guard on the big guy. And then at least one break tackle Saurus instead of block on all the Saurus. Mm. And I don't think you need to sidestep on all the skinks. I mean, maybe you go diving tackle on the skinks. I like a diving tackle. That's a, that's a possibility. Um, but sidestep is good on skinks. It's just when you're limited on the skills. Mm. What's going to help you out? So yeah, I'd, I'd take at least one break tackle source because the problem he's got is he's got the break tackle Crocs, who can't use a team reroll if he rolls that one yeah. like, to full of fit effectiveness. And he, what he got three rerolls. Mm. So yeah. So that's the lizard player on our team. Uh, then we've got we'll do you and then me at the end. Roger Dodge. So we've got ah uh, Snatcho's taken Wood Elves. What a filth mongerer. See, Snatcho is one of the nicest guys who takes all of the filthy teams and gets away with it. He took Chaos Dwarves in the last season, he's taken Dwarves this season, and then Wood Elves to the World Cup. Now his team, the Green Shadows. Mm. It is, uh, once again, Wood Elves Tier 1. It's a two-re-roll Apo build. So has he got two War Dancers? Both War Dancers. Has he, um, 11 has he, players. Does, does James take two, uh, Jimbo take two War Dancers, or his dad? No, he's only got one. Did that die? It died. Yeah, that, uh, it died. Yeah. But, uh, maybe he should speak to Snatcher about it because actually getting more war dancers, I hear, is better for Wood Elves if they have more. Then that makes them more effective. You'd, you'd think that, but he just he doesn't listen. No, he just lets them die, mm. and he's probably really happy about you that. You also actually. think all you need in a vampire team is two vampires as well. <laughs> Why? He's not a very good coach. No, Jimbo is, uh, and he's apparently not salty this year. Is he not? He's he's self-proclaimed unsalty, not taking it serious. He's, yeah. he's looking after his ticker. He is. He's a married man these yeah. days. So Pepper, look, not salt. Got to look after his ticker there in yeah, terms of the seasoning. Yeah, he'll be divorced soon. Don't worry. But, he, but d despite the <laughs> lack of salt, he is a seasoned coach. He is. Very seasoned. And he is going to the World Cup, isn't well he? Well seasoned. Yeah. What is he taking to the World Cup? He's is he going with else? He's not going with the DBL, though. No, he's not. He, he's he doesn't going, tend to go to events with the DBL. He's going with the UK BBL. <laughs> Who he always goes to tournaments with and then ditches them as soon as a social occasion arises. Because they're he, all boring. Because he doesn't want to be seen with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm, I'm a DPL, I really. I've become a party of you guys. Yeah. Next thing you know, Friends, he's, a, next thing you know he's on a revolving dance floor with you in Pop World. Yeah, vomiting on his own shoes. 
Exactly. But anyway, I assume he's taking Waddells. I mean, he's definitely taking something dynamic like Waddells or Undead or Lizardmen or yeah. something yeah, really yeah. outside the box. In, in fairness to him, though, his Waddells team are gorgeous. He's done an amazing paint job on them. The bases look glorious, too. It's true. At least he's finished painting them, unlike James. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe James should learn to paint his elves fully like Jimbo does. Yeah, I mean, James just doesn't highlight his models, though, does he? No. That's Base coat. It's. it's, it's you know, one coat then dip. It's probably like one night of worth of work. Yeah. Anyway, but and also he paints all his teams like everyone else's color schemes, like his chaos, where yeah. everybody does the, group, the the red and blue. No, 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 no. But to be fair to him, he didn't do them red and blue. He did them blue and red. Ah, okay. So completely done new, different paint schemes. Innovator. <laughs> James, if I could say one thing about James, it would be he is an innovator. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the World Cup squads. Back to Snatcho's team. So Snatcho's got eleven players with a two reroll Apo build. Two war dancers, three catchers, thrower, and line elves. Now, um, it's got a tackle war dancer, and what do we reckon? Strip all on the other one? Uh, it's got to be yeah, sure. Strip all. Yay! Yeah, strip all. <laughs> um, excellent. And then we've got two catchers. We've got dodge to start with, so what four. Do we reckon? Uh, block and wrestle. I mean, I would take block and wrestle. Or is he. Block, yeah, first one. Block, first. Wrestle. Oh, oh he's got two bludgers. Oh, that's a mistake. I would take two Why wrestle. hasn't he gone for wrestle? I don't know. Well, if he wants to be really daring, I don't know, a short foot. I don't know. But anyway. anyway. Thrower. Um, what do you reckon he's got? Leader. Leader for the re-roll. That gives him three re-rolls in total. Leader. Yes. Correct. <laughs> and two linos. Two linos. Dodge. Wrestle. I reckon because it's Nacho, he'll have taken dodge. Number one. Wrestle! Ah! <laughs> Number two, wrestle! Ah! <laughs> Fail! Fail. This is quite a good game. Yeah, I've enjoyed this. Guess, let's, go through, let's go through all of the Winnell teams and guess what skills they've got. <laughs> well, there you go. That, that's his team. I mean, it's a solid team. He's Wood Elves. I've never seen him play Wood Elves. He might be good. He might be terrible. I have no idea. I mean, he's played Dwarves a lot recently. Chaos Dwarves or Dwarves. Great synergy. So, yeah. It's almost an identical team, mm. really, Wood Elves and Dwarves. So next up we have um, Ollie, King Redwart, with the Ogre and Out. Ah, yes, the DBL uh, franchise playing this season. So uh, we've got, it's a tier 4 team, of course, which is the bottom tier. Two re-rolls and an assistant coach. It's gone for the five Ogres. Five Ogres, scrap a sawhead, and then one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight runs. So it's a so fourteen man squad. If we work up, I think the two runs have got dive and tackle. What do you reckon? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So dive and tackle. Scrapper is the uh, throwable pogo. Scrapper's so good, good, isn't he? 150k. Dirty player once again. I'm sure why not? Yes, give it with dirty player. Hubris for calf, you know what he needs? Dirty, dirty player. player, yeah, get him in. Why doesn't Willow Rose mark the Because then she'd be OP. She's already OP though. Yeah, but then she'd be like, a, then she'd be a golden era star player. <laughs> <laughs> she had dirty player. Uh, not well. Uh, um, so yeah, but Scrapper's got dodge, leap, right stuff, stunty, sure feet, sprint, and very long legs. So he's essentially move ten. Move ten. Leap on a three. Leap on a three. Dodge on a three. Yeah, he's good. Mm. And dirty player. Don't forget that dirty player. It can be thrown. Yeah, that's the point. Now, the point is, is the right stuff. Five ogres. Ooh. There's gonna be at least. And he can double up one. So well, he can double up more than one. Double many likes. As long as he's got the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he's got the money. So I reckon I'm, I'll be. I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb here and say, 
block, block, break tackle, break tackle, and the fifth one is going to be. I reckon he's got break tackle. I reckon he's got three blockers. Yeah. But and has he doubled up? Has he? Oh, do you think he's got two skills on one? Has he doubled up one? But then you can only take what strength he, skills. So what would he double up? Guard and break tackle. Break tackle jugs. Yeah, it could be that. That's could a nice combination. Jugs. Yeah, it could have that. Well, let's, so let's go I reckon through. there's three block. You reckon there's two block? We can go with that. Number one, block. block. Number two, block. block. Number three, block. block. Yeah, three block. Number yeah. four, break tackle yeah, jugs. Yeah, there we go, break tackle jugs. <laughs> that was a team effort. And then and another break tackle. break tackle. Yeah, makes sense. But I, I went for the three block. Break tackle jugs is nice. Yeah, that's a nice team. It's a nice team. So he's got that mobile, um, you know, sort of deep, mm. deep lying tackler that can get the ball. It's, yeah, it's good. So next up, should we do the kitchen nightmares? Why not? So this is Tom Loinster's team, the kitchen nightmares. Goblins, they're chaos halflings. Well, you'll see them at the World Cup. They're painted up as chaos halflings. Be <laughs> but uh, but I'm using them as goblins because unfortunately chaos halflings are. Not These allowed. are the Swiss Army knife yeah. of, of teams. So. I use them as ha chaos as goblins, halflings, and dwarves. Are, so are, li are listeners able to look at photos when they look at our podcast? Uh, they are if they go to our Twitter account, which I always link in the podcast, so they can go okay. and look at photos. Because so you, 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 you could you could tweet the tree editor. I should be yeah. I should be doing that. Tweet your chores. Yeah, I should be doing that. Chores so your goblins, oh, halflings, chaos halflings. I'll tweet the tree. Yeah. And your and your fellas too. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, and and yeah. So you can go and look at Phil's. So we did some hobby today that we talked about earlier, didn't we? Mm -hmm. You can go and look at Phil's tree that he's finished, and you can go and look at the kitchen nightmares. He's so I've been working on the old skin, but we will be doing the hobby harem at the end oh, of this true. podcast. So we'll talk about that then. So back to the team, Kitchen Nightmares. Um, so Tom, you've got two trolls, Fnatic, uh, Looney, which is the chainsaw, Bomber, Doom Diver, and then we've got what uh, seven goblins, and then Ripper. Ripper! For your customary star player. We do. Are you going to guess the skills? Yeah, let's do it. Fine. Tree number one block. A leader. A leader tree. A leader troll. Be because I've got all the stars, I needed one leader. Okay, so you've got one reroll. And you thought you put it on the troll because he's likely to survive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Reasonable. Troll number two block. Yep. Fanatic, Mighty Blow. Mm-hmm. Bomber, HMP. Yep. Yep. Goblin, sorry, Doom Diver is at Edge 4, as we know. Yes, yes. Agility for Doom Diver! Which is just fucking naughty, That's isn't so it? so much fun. Twos on everything! Exactly, twos to dodge through tackle zones And too. twos to land, because yeah. sweeper's plus one as well. So it's he's crazy. landing on a two, catching on a two. As long as you can oh. get the ball to him. I mean, the, the shame is you don't have a pogoer. Yeah, that was the thing. So I was thinking about going, because I could have taken it instead of the Fnatic. Mm. But I decided I want, like, my, my play style will be the two trolls, strength five with block, well, one with block. Ripper and the Fnatic on the line. So mm. strength seven, strength six, strength five. So I'm going to bash people. And I've got the Doom Diver in my back pocket to do stuff. But it's built around that bashing concept yeah. like, idea. So that, that's why I've gone for that. <laughs> and then we've got three goblins. Uh, dive and tackle. Uh, dive and tackle. Uh, dive and tackle. Yep, nailed it. When? <laughs> but diving tackle is a great skill as a force multiplier. And I think having one is not that great. But the more that you have the better it can be, because you just shut down avenues. Yeah, and it really gets in with those agility teams, because I'm going to outbash, my plan is to outbash mm. the bashers with all the strength, 
and then fuck the agility teams on a diving tackle. Now, do you give the ball to the Doom Diver as a matter of course every time? Does he Does he always start? No, so Doom Diver is probably off the pitch. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's hard, isn't it? Because if you get the blitz, then you, you can You want use to sail him into the backfield. So it depends who you're playing. He lands, picks it up, runs in. I think if you're playing a, like, very, very heavy bash team, you, you, you might not because you don't want him to die. But if you're playing an elf team where you can just score quickly, then you do. Mm. Um, so it's it's it, it's a flip because yeah. he's he is such a good blitz player. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, talking about it now, maybe he does start and then he just hides. Mm. Well, he, he starts next to a troll, doesn't he? Yeah, and then just hides if you don't need to or use it. Or next to Ripper. Ripper Would... is a great launch pad. And no. he won't eat him. No hungry. Yeah, maybe he does start, and and but you probably don't really use him in that drive. That's the problem. You're kind of almost not using a player because goblins you just chuck in. And like, okay, I've got fourteen players, so I've got mm -hmm. fourteen players, including the two the two who might get chucked off. I've got two bribes as well. Oh, I missed that out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've got two bribes. Um. So that'll be for, and that depends on your opponent. Like quite often, I want to just keep the fanatic on and just have that mm. front line, hardcore front line of all the strength. Uh, but obviously, if I'm playing like a an edge team where the fanatics can do feck all because I just dodge away and run away from it. Mm. Then I might keep the loony on or keep yeah the bomber as well. The Hellmary pass is awesome. So he'll just be sitting near the back. Hellmary pass is disgusting because you can't intercept it. And you can't just, catch you, it. You aim for the empty square next to all the players. Um or you just aim at the player you want to hit. Mm. And maybe he catches it, maybe he doesn't. It's minus one to catch anyway. And if you throw it at somebody who realistically can't throw it anywhere that's going to harm your team as well, somebody's making a break for it. Somebody in the backfield. A ball carrier sat super deep. Just lob it at them. See what happens. Might Roll the down. dice. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and he's not a loner because he's a normal rostered player. Mm. So you can re-roll the one if you need to. Mm. Agreed. So yeah, so, I'm excited about that. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Definitely. Um, it's not designed to, you know, win events, but I think it's designed to have fun and, uh, and yeah. And you've gone for the three big guy vibe as well, which mm. is the same as my halflings too. So last but not least is your glorious vice captain of the team. <laughs> the half-assed calf boys. Uh, coached by Avec Montage, which is me. Um, let's check my team out. So halflings once again, tier four team. I've gone for a two re-roll, one assistant coach, one cheerleader, one chef. It's a 14-strong roster with deep root, two trees, and then halflings to 14. Mm. Now, the halflings at the World Cup are not using the new rules, so there's no hefties, no catches, which is a shame. Um, but that's just the way it is. So that's the team. I think we've discussed my team quite a bit. So I think you probably know my, my skills, don't you? Yeah. Two block trees. Yep. Boom, boom. Uh, you got an agility halfling. Oh yeah, we've got that already. Um, I'm assuming so. We got four. Oh, I didn't know you had a rest. I was going to say three diamond tackle and something. So is the other three. I've got I've got all all double skills. Oh nice blocks blodgers. Yeah. So, so by by day three there will be two wrestle flings and two block flings. Oh uh, yeah. In addition to two block trees and uh, deep root, which is also another block tree. Nice. And the the rationale is the more block you have, the better really. Um, you get these diving tackle and other stuff, which which I guess you can use. They can come in handy, but just one player maybe isn't enough. And Actually, I wanted a team I could play when I was demonstrably hungover. Which will be the case from day two. So. From day one. <laughs> oh, we're going to get there night one. We're going to get shit-faced before we even start. Yeah, that's true. We'll, get, we'll probably be drinking in the airport. 
let's face it. Probably on the plane. Yeah. But well, like before the plane. Like, we'll yeah, we'll charm our way into into the first class lounge as well and see if we can get some oh, champers. Just use the American Express card, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got two to use this this year, and I'm only doing this in Australia. So use it. Let's get. Nice. Get stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's a fourteen-strong roster. It's two re-rolls. I've i found that having one re-roll, I don't know. It's it can be enough if your chef does something. But I've had so many times where the chef is on fuck all, and then I've got a half with one re-roll, mm. and it's just a bit like oh, and. So, two re-rolls, which means I don't take Puggy. But, you know what? Puggy just dies every time anyway by falling over. Mm. This, you know, he, and he's so you've only got six. the one star? Only the one star. Were the new fling stars available? No. no. no none of the new fling stuff is available. Otherwise, it would have been a very different team. Mm. Uh, for sure, both, ca- both catchers would have been in there. Both hefties probably would have been in there. The, the cheap leader caddy re-roll as well for him. Anyway, so that that's the uh, that is the Dragon Bowl All Stars, which is our World Cup team. Seven of us going. Yeah, it's going to be good fun, Phil, isn't it? And who knows how many are going to return? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shall we take a break here and then seamlessly come back and talk about halfling tournament stuff because we've both done a bit of that. Recently. Yeah, let's do it. So, so, so listeners will know from previous podcasts we've spoken probably at length about halflings, and some of you may find it very boring and be very disinterested by now. But fuck you. So we're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> You're all cunts. <laughs> you can't say that word. Oh, sorry. Offensive. But we're, we're, we're going to um, talk about our recent experiences of using those new halfling positionals. For me, it's been in the Dragon Ball League, in the league, and a little bit in tournament play. But also Tom's taken them in the tournament recently too. And actually about how we found them from our previous views of the, of the players to then how we found them in practice. So join us after a short break from our sponsors. See you soon. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama papa coming for you. I'm a space invader. I'll be a rock and rolling bitch for you. Keep your mouth shut. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the sound of beers being opened and poured, as is befitting the Talk Nuffle podcast. Now, since we've been on our break, Phil. We've decided that before oh, going... beer's running over. <laughs> before... Oh, another beer. Uh, before going into the, the halfling tournament stuff that we promised the listeners, we have been perusing the World Cup builds, and there have been a few things that have uh, come to our eye, haven't there, Phil? We've, we've been playing the most fantastic game. It's called... It's called... Guess the skills on a Wood Elf tournament team! <laughs> it's really good fun! Let's, let, let's, Should we do it? Should we do, do it live do, on the air? Let's do another one live. Okay. okay. So we've... we've no, There's no Wood Elves in that one there. Let's look at the Blood Hussars. The Blood Hussars! I'm hungry. No, no, wood, no elves. wood Elf teams. Good on them. Oh my good goodness me. Um, let's go Cheese for... Chewer. Cheese, cheese Chewer. Cheese Chewer. This is a Swiss From team. Over the Border. No, no, no Wood, wood Elves, elves. Uh, so okay. this was great. When we were playing earlier, we literally every team had a wood elf. The Pomeranian trolls. The Pomeranian trolls. They must have stunts. No, the, po- the poles here. Then no, the Italian lame stallions. Wood elves. Yes. Here we go. So, here so we they're go. called the Elves Race Walkers okay. by Samuelson. So it's a wood elf build once again with two war dancers and a tree. Two rerolls. Now uh, we're going to guess the skills. No, three catchers, one thrower. So okay. first skill, thrower. Leader. Probably leader. It's legal. Yay! <laughs> First line elf, right. Uh, I'm uh, going to go wrestle. I'm going to go dodge. Ah, ah yes! It's a victory to Mark. Second one, dodge. 
got to be there got to be another wrestler. Blood. Oh, oh no, we both lost out. Oh god. Hold on to number 1. Okay, I'm going to go for tackle. I'm going to go for I'm going to go for tackle, tackle as well. Two. Yeah, tackle. It's tackle. Yes, yeah, yeah, we're both in. And uh, then catcher. Uh, now, we've seen a lot of this recently, haven't we? A kick, kick People catchers. putting kick on catcher. Listeners, if any of you know why you put kick on a catcher rather than a lino, please tell us. But Do anyway, you reckon kick? Let's um, go for kick. It's kick. It's kick. There it, is. it is. This is a thing. But this must be a build. In, not until day three. <sighs> Fine. Second war dancer. It's got to be strip ball. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's because they've got the points left. And they're like, why not stick it on a catcher? Because, like, do you know, because he's going to be on the pitch anyway. Yeah. So why not give him the kick? Like, that could make sense. Uh, that's got to be strip ball. Strip Yay! Hurrah! True grab. True grab, yeah. Fine. Sure. And let's, let's do one more. Black Hawk Down. I like that team name. That's that good. is a good yes. team name, yes. Falling Leaves. They've... Even a good Wood Elf a team. A very good too. Wood Elf team. Uh, two cool. re-rolls, um, two war dancers, thrower, three catchers, line elves, and a and tree moon tree. again. So first war dancer, tackle. Tackle. Now, Hurrah! every single one that we've done, they always take tackle first. I mean, they take them in the same round, straight away game one. Yeah. But it's always tackle first on the team roster before triple. That's a very interesting in- look into the human psyche, the ward, the wood elf psyche. We'll have war to dancer, watch. strip ball, surely, yes. Done! <laughs> Leader thrower. thrower. For our leader. Oh, it's leader! Oh, Ooh, that's dynamic. That's very different. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, I mean, yeah. It's another catcher. Could it be another kick? <laughs> oh, kick. I'm thinking block. Oh, it's guard. Maverick. Absolute maverick. Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Line up, wrestle. Yeah. Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> now it. Anyway, so we've we've been doing this. We'll call that a gentleman's straw. <laughs> <laughs> But we we found some interesting things. So we we it, the one wood elf build that surprised us had a frenzy tackle ward answer. No, just frenzy. Was it just frenzy? There's one guy with just frenzy. Just, he doesn't give a fuck. Just, just fuck it. I'm gonna go for the European tackle. Exactly. Don't need tackle. I've but got frenzy. What was the most exciting skill section we saw? <laughs> any so so we had a Kemri team, and um, <laughs> and there was a skeleton who but the guy decided, you know what? I don't want to be better at fouling. I'm not. I'm not going to. And I to... also don't want to put skills on my tomb guardians. No, I'm not going to use. I'm not going to use my general access skeleton to get dirty player. No, 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 no. I'm going to use a double skill and go for sneaky git. <laughs> He's got a fucking sneaky git skeleton. I mean, like uh, the the fact that we've been chatting in the DVL about the the you know pros and more cons of sneaking it anyway. It's just even funnier. It's but the gross. fact that you would choose sneak. I mean, when you can only take sneaky gear, that was the argument we were having. Like on Stunties, yep. you can have sneaky gear, but he's chosen to spend an extra ten k to get sneaky gear. But you know, good on you. I mean, hilariously, he's probably going to do much better than either of us, Phil. So that's true. But we 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 also have been re- reviewing team sheets, and indeed our team captain. John Foster, first of his name, has uh, has said that in his perusals, he's not found a single team at the World Cup with more than two stunty teams in it. Well, we've got all three. We've got the Grand Slam. As you would. We've got Ogres, Halflings, What else and would you goblins. do? I can't see another option. And in our uh, perusal of the teams... Oh, found them with the Wood Elf team. Let's do the game one more time. Okay. Yeah, the, the Sylvan Nation Army. I like that. That's a good name. White Stripes reference. Yeah. 
this one's again Treeman, two war dancers. Four line elves with skills there, no catchers. No thrower. So no leader. What? So where's What is this fuck about? He's this? got two rerolls. But he's got so he's got all four catchers but no thrower. And no skills on the catchers. He's gone I mean I reckon it's four dodge line elves. I reckon Fine, he's gone for the all dodge. First. I reckon dodge. Kick. Ah. Kick line elf standard. Dodge, kick line elf, dodge line elf, dodge yeah, line elf. Yeah, so he's gone for he's basically gone for a team of dodge. That's what he's gone for. But this this team is bananas already, isn't it? I mean, catch is fine. Ward answer, tackle. Sure hands. Ooh. Unless this is reversed. It's must be opposite. Strip ball. Yeah. Yay! Sure hands, strip ball. A sure hands, war dancer. He's got tree. two re-rolls anyway. Is that for like leaping into the when the ball's on the floor and having a re-roll in the pickup? I mean, Rory always talks about that, doesn't he? About having the... For picking up and tackles. Yeah, it's great. it is good. After, after you brits the ball. Another Tomb Kings one here. Tools of Terror. I reckon he's he must have sneaky dip. I mean, he's mad not to, isn't he? <laughs> he's got no option. I reckon Oh, it's... look at this! Double star player! Yes! Humorous Carpal! And Itaka Benoin! He's gone for the throwing, uh, the throwing Kemri. Oh, this is glorious! What a hero! This is a great build. This is build. stunning. So this is a thirteen-player build. One reroll because he don't give a fuck. He doesn't need rerolls. <laughs> He's got no blitz roll. And <laughs> no no throw rolls. <laughs> what is this? Four guardians. Four guardians. Guardian. Mighty blow. Mighty blow. Guard. 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 Oh, juggernaut. juggernaut. Interesting. Now let's go for the skeletons. Skellies. Will we see a sneaky dip? Is there oh. something we don't know? There's some blocks. Leader. Oh, there's the one reroll. Block. 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 Wrestle. Ooh. Wrestle. Okay. Wow. Ithaca, and Accurate dump off nerves of steel, pass, regen, sure hand. So he's she's great. the ball carrier, yeah, 83. So she's going to pick it up on threes. So he's the... um, the uh, she, I believe. She, sorry. He, she's the dead Zarkoth, isn't she? Mm. So she's got minus one agility for being dead. And then humorous is... Uh, humorous. Is He's a catcher. Catcher. Basically. Dodge, nerves, and stills. And, and so he's a human catcher, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Heroic. Catch, dodge, nerves, and stills. Watch this guy. Watch this space. <laughs> I mean, this is brilliant. What a great team. He's going to have fun. Guaranteed. Anyway, shall we go back to what we were going to talk about? I'm not sure we should. <laughs> you want to keep looking. There's a half this team, team. This team have got two. They've got a stunty and a goblin. Okay. A, stu a stunty and a goblin. Okay. You mean a halfling and a goblin? Yeah, he's gone for puggy and deep root. Uh, okay. Tree with block, tree with block. Both day one blocks. Now, when, well, I guess we'll talk about mine in a moment. Diving tackle, diving tackle, block. So that was the other diving tackle, diving tackle. We'll talk about that in a bit. Another diving tackle, another diving tackle. We'll talk about that in a bit. But that's that's kind of the that's other. So build. many wasted skills against a fucking orc player, or a dwarf player. True. Whatever. Anyway, but anyway, so we were going to talk about something else now, weren't we? Obviously. Shall we segue seamless, seamlessly? Yeah. Into talking about tournament halflings. Mm. So it's a bit difficult for us because you are about to take tournament halflings to a tournament. However, mm. they are old tournament halflings. So there's a little bit of a difference, you know, in the kind of builds that you would take compared to the old builds and the new builds. But generally the fundamentals are the same. So we can yep. talk about that. So I've just taken halflings to the Warbore Summer Plate, which is great fun. Really enjoyed it. And I've used halflings in the past, but um, not for a while. And I have to say, Phil... New new uh, positionals. We talked about this in the past, and we disparaged, you know, 
for hours about the hefties. How we we said the hefty was was a was a poor fit, and the catcher was an auto include. Yeah, that's what we said. In essence. And so my plan was to use both, give them a go, see how it went. Mm. So I went for a fourteen roster build. So I had fourteen players. I had uh, all the positionals, so two hefties, two catchers, um, and I had Cindy Pie Whistle, the bomber, because she's quite cheap. And then Morg and Thorg, because I love Morg. So I thought that would be a good, fun, mobile, big-strength hitter. Uh, the, the, um, uh, and I had a chef. I obviously had a chef. The skills I went for, um, I took what I think will become the ubiquitous cheap leader. Because actually, even if you're upgrading a halfling to a hefty, it's 20k to upgrade the halfling and 20k to get the leader rerolls. So you're paying 40k for armor 7, fen. And a reroll. I think yeah. it's. I think it's just. You know, it's, it's so worthwhile in terms of the, the cost that you're paying for that. So I had one leader hefty, one hail mary pass hefty. Because I thought, and that mm -hmm. came, that came into play once. Like I scored a touchdown off it, and it could have come into play another time, but I failed the dodge. So that was a worthwhile skill. And then both the catchers. I was considering diving catch because of the hail mary pass, but I went for just both short feet. So I had two sprint short feeters for mm -hmm. speed. And then two block trees and two diving tackle halflings, which we'll talk a bit more about in the in the in a moment. But yeah, and then generally the I felt every, I played uh, dark elves, drew a dark elves two two, which I think you'll agree is a is a pretty good halfling, halfling uh, almost a victory for halfling. And I beat humans and then lost narrowly to underworld, so I had quite a good fun event. But I have to say, every turn I was playing, I felt like I had options, like from. Before, where you've just got the normal halfling hopeful positionals, and the extra skills they give you, and the extra, like the armor seven, and all the bits and bobs like that, I just felt like every turn I had options, I had things I could do. Mm. It was good. I think that's right. I think both of the positionals uh, are good value. I've used them in a tournament. Now, my tournament experience is obviously coloured by the fact that I use Willow Rosebark, who's very OP. So yeah, that's true. How much did I really learn about the, the hefties and the catches when I'm, when I'm faced with the beauty of yeah, the see taking the people off. for this Willow Rosebark, removing yeah. players at will, scoring as if the length of the pitch was nothing to a movement five player with no dodge. And, and sidestep. And sidestep, exactly. Yeah. Sidestepping away. Every victory. time you hit her, she moves closer to the end zone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she, and doesn't get removed because she she's got thick skull. Exactly, she's a dryad who knows what she wants. <laughs> um, but yeah, and in league play recently too, the hefties with Fend and Armor Seven, it's a great combination. And I don't think I appreciated the value of Armor Seven the first time around, but having used it and having seen how much more survivable that makes them, it's massive. And also in terms of screening plays, or caging, or just looking after the ball carrier, or being a general nuisance, being able then to also fend. And control the position of the other players yeah. is really good. Yeah. Particularly like when, when you're being blocked. Yeah, yeah. So I had a, an example at the weekend where I played this Tarkov guy, and he... Uh, Five plus dodged with a witch as you do with a reroll. I mean, it's not the worst thing to try. And he was desperate by then. Like he five plus dodged into my cage and um, hit the ball carrier, powered him. Obviously, of course he did. Um, and then, uh, but then, uh, then hit me. And was like, oh, and I'm, gonna, and I was like, ah, fend, fend. <laughs> so his witch was left stuck between the two um, sides of the cage, and the ball bounced the other side, and he was powerless. He couldn't get to the ball. Um, and it fend, was, it was fend only works if you shout it as loud as you can. You have to, bellow, you have to bellow it. 
at your opponent aggressively and annoyingly. Mm. It's a shame that you haven't got Fend of the World Cup. We learned that from the commission. Then you could counter the Dice Cup madness by just going, Fend! <laughs> in people's faces. <laughs> I say there, my good man, Fend! Fend! <laughs> but yeah, anyway. so I think that, that the Hefties are great. We, we, we discussed that we think it's a shame that they don't have right stuff. It is a shame. I don't think that's, that adds value taking that away. Because they're often going to be the ball carrier because of the Fend. The Fend and the Armour Seven. But like, um, so I don't think that would would they be OP? Would they be cheap if they still had right stuff? Yeah, I think it makes a difference. I think they just thought, oh, I think whoever's writing the rules thought, oh, they're big, they're hefty, so let's take away right stuff just as a win. I don't think it's it was particularly well thought through, to be honest. What that 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 aspect? Yeah. No, I, I know from my my talks with people in the know that they idea behind the hefties was that they were kind of, you know, the more experienced, the foes on the team, people who have been a bit longer, um, the kind of, the, the generally speaking, the leaders of the team, which is fine. But once again, it's, why take away right stuff? Why stop them being thrown? Because they are players who are more likely than not going to be in or around the trees at times, on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. You know, you know when you've got two trees in the line of scrimmage, the third player is probably going to be a hefty. Mm-hmm. But then they can't be thrown. And look at these trees. I mean, the, the, the trees have been working out. They've been in the in the gym, or is it the arboreum or something? Maybe. I think they could chuck a hefty. They could chuck a I mean, these guys could chuck a fucking, you know, dwarf, probably. I mean, you don't, you don't toss a dwarf. <laughs> Can you imagine if the death roller had three teammates? <laughs> Nobody tosses a dwarf. <laughs> yes, that was a terrible so, so, impersonation. So, oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so quit your, gay, your, your gay job. Your day um, job. <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, you've said yeah, too much. I have. Um, but the catches, as as we we um, theorised, are great. Yeah, fantastic. So, and that's the thing at tournaments, isn't it? It's like auto short feet, pretty much straight away, because then you just get a movement eight fling. And that's what every time, mm. every single game, as my opponent was kind of like, because I had morgue, so I had like a serious bashy threat. So they would set up as if playing a bashy team, really narrow, like caging there, mm. you know, carefully. And I would just um, and just run both catches up the sidelines as far as I could. And then um, and then in one game, got one other halfling up there and ran the other catcher across because he's so quick. Like he's going three, four, five, go for it a couple of times. Hail Mary pass up past them. So they were in like a nice cage of halflings and he blitzed one and I just picked up with the other one and scored. Like that was so so you, didn't, you didn't put your catches in the backfield to receive the ball? No, I ran them straight up. Put a hefty like, in the like human catchers. Yeah, interesting. That's how I use mine. So mine were definitely receivers. Like get up there, get as far as I can. Because actually, also, I had another game where I screwed up. I think he got a blitz or something, and he ended up. Um, no, he didn't get a blitz, but I screwed up, and he ended up like basically pushing me back. And then the catchers ran back. Like they came back to help me out. Left one up, came brought one back. So they're so quick, they can redeploy. Now I always, I always set up with both hefties on the backfield. So one with a hail mary pass. And one with the leader. Leader's not got not an extra skill, but they're the two guys that are in the backfield ready to pick up. Because then they can hand off to a fling for the throw if needs be. Like that's the idea. Nice. Um, and also, you know, if you get in trouble, if the the guy with the Hail Mary pass, if he bugs it up, picks it up a couple of turns late, and there's L's bearing down on him, he can just lob out the end of the field and then you've got the pressure off. So the there was one game I played and um, what race was it against? Maybe it was against Dark Elves. And I set up for that. I had my Hail Mary pass fling, retreated back as far as he could, just next to my end zone. 
ready to launch the ball to a diving catch catcher. Huzzah! Who was stood one square off his end zone, or maybe in his end zone. Yeah, ready to go. Rolled a one. Uh, Team re-roll, one. Uh, and I was like, well, fuck you for the glorious play. What yeah. happened then? Got blitzed, knocked over. Dark up, picked the ball, scored. And then I just had my life. And and I'd played everything else perfectly. Like, I'd drawn all of his team into my half. My catcher, who'd been flung by a tree, was by himself for miles. Like, there was was no dark elves that were going to get that ball. See, in that tournament, I didn't throw my catchers once, I don't think, apart from for the the score chance. Like, in general, I always set up my catchers on those flanks and then just went, Rah! Ran up. So you do, do you, what, um, one square off the uh, yeah, and then just line ran of up. scrimmage. You wouldn't put them on the line of scrimmage? No, because he might get perfect defence, and then it's just a bit more difficult for you. So I put them one square back, and then against. I'm trying to think. Maybe maybe against a dark elf player for like a second Two round. In. He might have set up like stop the frenzy. Yeah, he might have done that. Yeah, so yeah, I did that against him. Well, that's thing. And against the dark elf on the first play. I put my he attacked first, mm-hmm. and I put my hefties up on the sidelines because they got fend. So then you can cover the sidelines, and the fend stops them from being able to being served. So yeah. perfect, really useful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I use my catchers probably differently to you. Then I don't. Do you say so do you tend to put yours deep to pick up the ball as well for the speed? And yeah, and then run with the screen, run to the trees, get flung by the trees, or use the trees as like a cage. To then bust out left or right or centre, stretch the play with other flings. You run around the back. See, I'm see, I'm anticipating because the catchers have catch, to then hand off to them. I wouldn't want to pick up with them mm. because I'm looking at the. I'll get them in a position where I could run up and hand off to them and make yeah. a cage about around. Well, that's the thing because I mean I, but, I like to play them as a two, as a pair. So one picks up and hands off to the other because they're quicker than everybody else. Uh, yeah, sure, that makes sense. But actually having the options, thinking about it, using them like human catchers, both breaking through and then doing stuff with them then is very interesting. And people just go and mark them. It's bizarre, actually. Like, I basically pulled two players off straight away because they go and mark these flings. <laughs> and then um, and then you do all your stuff, smash with your trees, and but then that's it. dodge if away if and they're both pick up being a new position. And both of your trees are tying up a player. That's, that's immediately four players out of the game. Hmm. That's then seven to think about dealing with. And that's if your trees have only got one each. And they might have more. Yeah. And actually with Morg, because he's just an absolute monster. He was just destroying people left, right and centre. I would definitely take Morg again with halflings. He works in the 1200. He he wouldn't work in less, I don't think. You'd lose too much. Mm. But when you've got 1200, you can definitely fit him in. So it's, it's a shame that the World Cup bill doesn't use the new halflings. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think it had enough time. To just go, guys, you know what, new halfling. Uh, I think there was also probably an element of they would have had to change the spreadsheet and stuff. Like There were lots of little things. Maybe, but what are there? There, there? there can't be more than what? 10 halfling players, 15, 20 halfling players. Yeah. And they're clearly trying to encourage halfling players because of the free, the free halfling team thing that they've got a thing going yeah. on. But there can't be a lot. So the, it, there's there's let's have a look. Teams B one. Oh, they're they're mad numbered. There's loads of them. Yeah, they are weirdly numbered. But there's there's a um. There's what there's what didn't they say fifteen hundred people are going to the yeah perhaps something like that. I mean, there can't be a lot. I don't. I mean, I don't think anyone would have cared. That's the thing. 
but yeah, it, just made it, it, more it, fun. it would have been a markedly different build if I'd been able to use the new players. Yeah. So talking, talk, to be honest, is testament to what GW have done with the rules. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think they've really improved them. I think they're now. I, I wouldn't say they're you know like miles better than the Sunny Win events, but they're a lot more fun, um, which is the important thing. That Certainly. makes me want to take them. But yeah, so my build like it's it's largely being able to play when I'm hungover. And also probably consistent with my general, I don't know, lack of enthusiasm <laughs> as well. Because you have played them for the year of a halfling now. Yeah, we're now in August 22nd. Do you know what you should do? You should paint a team and then play it the next year so that you're enthusiastic for playing with a really nicely painted yeah, team. True. Because this year you've not, you've not by, been competing. By the time in, I've finished with painting yeah. my fucking flames. You're not going to be, like this year, you've not been competing in painting trophies, no. which is a big MO for you. You've not been like, I think that's a mistake from you. Mm. Like you almost should have thought, you know what, I'm going to paint up halflings and then use them when they're painted. Um, but also you wanted to have, like you could have started your year of the flings from the World Cup almost. True. As an example. Anyway, it's done. We are. What's done is done. What's done is done, exactly. Can't be undone. So yeah, Tournament Halflings, I'm enjoying them. I'm definitely going to use them. And I think if I go to, well, I will go to the Winter War, but I think I'll probably take Ogres because I've got this Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. Ogre team planned. Do you, do you think Cindy Pie Whistle is a league inducement player as opposed to a tournament auto-include? Yeah, I don't think she's an auto-include because she's, she's a cheap like I would, because she's the same price as a positional. Hmm. I could definitely consider her as a taker with a bomb. So for my build with Morgue, I couldn't really get much else. But with the halflings, because the trees are so static and the your movement's quite static and you're often quite clustered, I found that your opponents then cluster around you too. And like even on the defense, I found my, I was like managing to pen my opponents in, and like hmm. the bomb just wasn't that effective. Um, I don't know about you, but it's much less. So with the with the goblins, I find you stretch your opponent quite a lot. So there's often quite a lot of space to throw bombs into. Yeah. Which is is a, a dramatically different playstyle. She's cool. She's great. But I think, um, and I was saying to you before, with the Morgan Ford build, I think I'd get the same out of a um, a Zara or a Carla mm. because they've got strength four. They can still blitz. Got blodge. They're actually more mobile than more because they've got the dodge to dodge away. They're still mm. gonna hit strength three players on two dice, etc, etc, etc. I think that that plus a better star would be good. Yeah. And Rumbelow is a fantastic um, sacker with the block, juggernaut, horns, um, tackle. horns, tackle. He's just fucking epic. So I think my next build will be that. I think it'll be Rumbelow plus Carla and um, Flings. Nice. Probably. I think that's probably a good shout. I like that. But yeah, I think that about rounds up the Halfling Tournament chat. Um, what do you want to do? We'll go and take a break now and then uh, and then come back and talk about something else. Exactly, because by that time we can have worked out what we're going to talk about next. It's good call, good call. Like it, Phil. Back after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Talk Nuffle podcast. Now, 
sometime soon we are going to talk more about the DBL because I think we need to do that justice, don't we? Phil? We need to talk about where we've been going. We're over halfway now. We're we're getting into the over halfway. We're the getting season. into the, the I mean the the next draft nights in a month or so. So I, we definitely want to talk about how that's exactly. going. And if we, if we experiences we've had. If we put it off a few more days, I might have won a game by then. <laughs> have you got games <laughs> planned? Or? I've got. Uh, you probably got more chance. Commissioners Burt's next Friday. More chance if you do it before you. Before you play another game, of actually winning a game, I would say. So. Yeah, I would say. Anyway, so our next podcast, and we're already talking about fucking flingers. Maybe bank holiday, maybe sometime next <laughs> week. We'll um, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about um, the DBL. But for now, uh, to round up this podcast, I think we need to go into a cheeky talk nuffle hobby harem. Because we've actually done hobby literally today, haven't we? Like, as opposed to metaphorically. I was literally imagine that after you today. say hobby harem, there's a little jingle that plays that makes it sound like we're like in the Middle East or something. No, I just put up a really inappropriate photo. Not, not, <laughs> not, not the photo from last weekend, is it, Tom? Uh, no, the weekend before. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you should, you should probably leave your home. Um, don't take anything. Go find a safe place, hide there. Because okay. you're probably a wanted man. Yes. I, uh, well, I am a wanted man. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, so the hobby harem. Mm. Hobby today. So, Phil, um, I mean, I'm, like we've been talking about actually uh, posting more photos of the painting we do up on our Twitter account, yeah. which I will put a link, as I always do in the chat, but it's at T Loin. So that's Tango Lima Oscar Yankee November at T L O Y N. And you'll see it's Talk Nuffle Podcast is the, is the title of it. Um, and we'll post up some pictures of Phil's flings soon. But what have you been painting today, Phil? Today, I managed to finally finish off Bark Hampson. Ah, yeah. Bark Hampson, a, a hat tip to the recently departed DBL commissioner. He's not dead. He, he isn't, though. The tree died, though. He might he, as well be dead. The tree died in ECBL twice. <laughs> <laughs> but Bark has so far appoed successfully. Is, well, I don't have an appo, but like he's, <laughs> he's survived well and so far in the DBL. But yeah, so finally finished the first of my trees, uh, deep root and another tree to go, which is um, Tim Burn. It's and it's um, yeah, they're coming along very nice. This tree looks looks really good. I'm really pleased with it. It's taken me. It looks awesome, mate. A good solid week of painting. And you've gone for like a silver birch. Yeah, so style. kind of like a kind of dusty wood coloured bark mainly, and then on the. Shin pads, thigh plates, uh, shoulder plates, um, braces, etc. Um, to kind of imagine where the armour is. I've gone for like a silver birch or nice. ash kind of colour. Yeah. And I think it works really well because the, the silver birch type stuff is very similar in the same palette as the halflings uniforms. But the half-arse calf boy is based exactly. loosely on the Dallas off Cowboys. The, uh, off the Dallas Cowboys. And so ties in with the rest of the uniforms. So yeah. it's, it's come out really well. So I'm really pleased with, with that. But it's been a long painstaking bit of painting because the, the miniatures I'm using are the star player miniatures and um, what are they called while, the, the chicken ones the chicken devourers that? chicken devourers that's and, it. and while people often bemoan games workshop miniatures and they've got too much detail or there's not enough positionals or whatever else yeah one thing you can say for games workshop plastic miniatures is that the sculpts are fucking sharp like the detail is on point and it is sharp and it's easy to paint, particularly things like eyes, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and with a lot of these third-party manufacturers who cast in metal, you don't get the same hard edges and the hard lines. Yeah. And so with things like the trees bark, a lot of it is just very flat, 
And so I've had to resort to painting on the the lines of the bark in the wood. would be there. Yeah. The grain. And and it's taken me an age, because the highlighting process on the on the ash colour alone, the silver birch, is like it's a, a deep grey with a wash, and then back to the deep grey, and then I mix up from that to the next one through about three or four highlights, then go from that to the next paint colour for another three or four highlights, and then I just start adding in white as well. So it takes a long time, and I'm just building up this grain, this texture, to make it look more woody and organic. And it, Jesus Christ, it's ball ache. Mm. The amount of times <laughs> I've heard you say um, words that we cannot repeat on the BBR. I've just been swearing at the know. tree. Yeah, yeah, fucking tree. So next up is going to be the, the two hefties. I'll do them as a pair. Um, because. Uh, what are their names? Uh, we have so my my first hefty, uh, which sadly passed away, was Mike Racker Lambones. Mike has had a tough, tough. Uh, which is, and and he died he it? died the same way as a season with the goblins. <laughs> and then we've got we've got um, Jumbo Sausage Roll Dini. Oh, nice! Yeah, exactly. Nice. And he's going well. He's lost a war dancer. He has. Um, and then the new. I'm sure he's not salty about that. No. He said to us that he's not going to be salty this year. So. Exactly. And then the new, the new hefty is um, Ham Brooks. Oh, nice! Exactly, named like after it. Dan Brooks in the in the West as well. Mm, a legend. Exactly. A legend amongst DBLers. And, and, I mean, it, and Dan Brooks got his first draw, didn't he, recently in the DBL? He did a, a draw, but but for Dan Brooks, that, that's a win. <laughs> he was very happy. And quite it? deservedly <laughs> he so. He, play, he played really well. It was a really good fun game against Dan and his Nurgle, and um, the half-assed calf boys couldn't break him down, and it ended up in a. All score one one draw. How many times did he dodge with his uh, beast? Too many times. Because <laughs> beasts are built for that, aren't they? Exactly. It was glorious. So, the, the, so, so he was penned in by a halfling either side of it, and he was like, "Nah, oh, easy. You, you've locked in my beast. I can't go and mark your player with the ball over there. So I'll dodge." And, and you dodged. Like, okay. Yeah, was like, go for it, mate. Go for it. Six. Oh. <laughs> Oh, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So that's so fitting that the hefty is now named after him, I think. Exactly. I think. Um, yeah. And he, he did casualty himself, but only to badly hurt, so it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, so the flings are coming along. We've got, what, a month and a half, we said, and I've got to paint deep root another tree, two hefties, two catches, and two more flings. Well, hopefully we'll have so a hobby, months. another hobby. Well, are you working tomorrow? Or? No, I've, I'm... I'm I'm sick. Are you with? Are you with the? Are you with the, <laughs> the mum tomorrow? Is that the plan? Mm. Yeah, my 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 um my auntie's over from the US. Nice. Well, I was gonna say we could do some hobby tomorrow if you want to do some hobby. Could do either side. Um, like a pop around. But, um, yeah. Anyway. Cool. So that's uh. So you've been doing the tree. You got that to do. Amazing. Yep. So he's all done. So next up, we'll do the hefties, then the catches, and then another tree, then deep root, etc. I'll probably do deep root in the background while doing other stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Keep doing, coming back to it. Because doing doing the that much bark, it's just really soul destroying. Are you gonna do it's the really, other tree first? No, I'll do deep root first probably, and then go back to the other tree. So I reckon I the last thing you're gonna have to finish is probably that tree. You'll do deep root alongside the flings, mm. and then just have the tree as your last push. Yeah, I reckon so. And then there'll be a few more flings I need to do for the um the DBL season. Yeah. Sure. And, and like if I've got time, I've got my, my cheerleading squad, which is four human cheerleaders and two halfling cheerleaders who are one on top of the other one doing Beautiful. like a little, little, little fitties. 
I've got a chef, and then I've got the halfling hot pot too. So as much as you can do. I've got a morgue to paint as well if I if I have the rumble sheepskin. Rumble sheepskin to paint. That's true. Actually, he'd be very useful to paint for tournaments. But yeah, anyway. But that, that's my hobby, Harim. It's more of the same, really. But there's been a really nice bit of painting in the last week, which I'm really pleased with. So, um, yeah, a good, a good feeling about it at the moment. And it'll all get done that I need to get done to enter the painting competition at the World Cup. Too bad. So what are you working on? Um, pretty much what you see me today. I haven't done, like, absolutely loads of hobbies since. So I got my Norse to uh, minimum three colours painted for the BBL. And then, nice. um, and then not done loads since then. I wanted, so I'll talk about that first, I wanted to do the Simeon, which I will do. So the Simeon I've started to, to paint, but I really want to do, I want to use like contrast paints on the Simeon, because obviously the GW released these contrast paints. And I've tried them on the Norse Ulf uh, Werner, mm. and um, the, uh, the, they work really, really well for fur. That's one of the things they're really good for, because they sink into the recesses, bring out, like fur is just a perfect thing for contrast paints. So, obviously with all the gorillas, chimpanzees, etc., particularly the gorillas, I want to do the black contrast paint on their fur as the starter. And unfortunately, due to the GW shortage of uh, contrast paints, I don't know where they're going with it, it's just been really irritating. Um, I ordered it off Bellum and Games, and it's still bloody not, a, not arrived. So I'm going to have to... Um, I'm going to have to... Uh, still out of stock yeah, from we're still looking. And it says out of stock at Games Workshop. So I think there's just a general... Um, general shortage of content. So, yeah. I mean, and I'm not, I don't need to paint the simians for anything. I just want to, I want to get them done now. Like, um, we should do a, I think we've already shouted them out. I can, actually, we might not have. Let me say we should definitely shout out the uh, Both Down podcast. Um, Woo, Both Down. So that's Steve and Scott off the Both Down podcast. Yeah. Um, the two heroic gingers that uh, that we know. They've actually, um, I was going to say, I was going to post it in the, in the, in the pod, in the uh, DBL chat later, but they've done a really cool miniature for um, for Oklahoma this year. So the Both Down podcast run Oklahoma, which is a, a large. You can get one from here. Oh, can I? We're just segueing quickly into contract. Okay. It's a gaming store run by a friend of mine down kind of Yeovil way. So they have got Black Templar there. All right. But it's a it's a provincial down in Devon, I think. All right. Okay. Or something. But anyway, both down podcasts. Yeah. So uh, Steve and Scott, who uh, run the Oklahoma uh, event as well in in Oklahoma, funnily enough, but they've done. Um, they've got commissioned a model. He's like this little goblin. I can't remember what he's called, but he's like he's basically a amalgamation of the two of them. So he's a two-headed goblin with like two ginger heads on it because Scott and Steve. Um, and he's got uh, two heads. He's a normal stunty profile, and then he's got all-star. The all-star skill, which for them is pro, but on a two-plus. And then uh, the slightly stupid skill, which is the same as Bonehead. <laughs> I, I think that's probably a, an in-house joke nod to you know, like the Both Down stuff, which is great. But yeah, the Both Down guys sent me, um, um, a while ago now, a couple of months ago, sent me like a few Simeon bits and bobs. They sent me an apothecary, wow. a coach... Uh, so some... presumably you've painted them up and posted photos on Twitter to show how grateful you are. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, that, that was done, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm waiting for the contrast paint to do it. Like, it will oh, be done. Um, but anyway, in response to that, and actually along with it, they sent us some dice and stuff, which I haven't given you. They sent some Oklahoma dice, some other bits of bobs. So they're super nice of them. Awesome. Like, we're really, you know... Where are they based? Um, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, so wow. So having these kind of, like, cross-channel... Do they, do they listen to us? 
Um, I doubt it, but we might as well shout them out anyway. Maybe someone will tell them that we shouted them out. But um, but we listen to them, so you know, may maybe they'll listen to us. We'll see. But we sent them in response some DBL stuff, so we sent them a couple of uh, DBL pint glasses, um, some uh, like you know our um, uh, beer mats, those things, and dice, dice and stuff like that. And uh, they gave us a shout out on the last podcast, so thank you. So it's, it's only worth you know we should. We should have. I, I can't remember shouting that before, but we're definitely shouting that now. So uh, thanks, Steve and Scott, for for doing that. And hopefully, we can have a relationship. And I, I would love to go to Oklahoma and play in that one year. It'd be fucking great. Oklahoma is sounds like a fantastic event. That sounds good. You know, we'll we'll try and do it. Um, but what was going to Simeon? Yeah. So I want wanted to do the Simeon, but I haven't been able to. So instead, um, today actually, I've been adding to the Chaos Halflings the Kitchen Nightmares, which has been my baby for the last few months. Gordon Ramchies and friends. Gordon Ramchies and friends. So they won the DBL WFL Stunty uh, Trophy, which Tom H at still a still hasn't given me the bloody trophy. He's still got it at home. That's because you smashed him too hard. I know he's too upset. You were he? smashing everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I was absolutely just destroying people's teams. It was fucking great. Had a good time. But yeah, today I um I spent some time on the skin. So I've been so I painted them to kind of tabletop standard. By which Tom means he was painting naked. <laughs> In a, the skin. That's a thought for listeners. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually naked now. <laughs> Phil's not joining me we've, yet. We've been but... naked since the start. <laughs> <laughs> well, except those tiny green pants you're wearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very tight. I mean, you can't see anything anyway, but, um, but that's, yeah. It's taken a turn. A turn for the best, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, so um, so I've done the done quite a good bit of work on the skin today. I'm quite pleased with how it's, um, how it's come across. I've still got to do, like, I think my next thing is to do the red. So I've done the, the robes in red, and if I really bring that out, yeah, that's my next thing, which hopefully we'll do later this week. That'll really um, bring it Yeah, I mean, I think the red right now already looks very nice. And um, what I'd be tempted to do, and... I hope the listeners can see photos. It's just to do some kind of, I don't know, some quite nice bright edge highlighting because you want you want the main most of it to be quite dark and yeah, sombre sure. and bloody because they've got that kind of quite dark aesthetic about them. But then just like a little bit here, a little bit there, and I don't know. It's the color scheme looks great at the moment. I think. Oh, thanks, man. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how they all look when they're done. But the next thing you need to work on, I think, is probably the the beasts. Yeah, so they're still just pretty much undercoated. Yeah. Um, they need a lot of work. So we've been talking about the different skin tones we could go for them. So you reckon more like a sort of rack or grotesque dark elf skin colour, like a light pallid colour. You want them to look anemic, you want them to look unhealthy, you want them to look, well, you know, kind of something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, well, maybe I'll do that. So if we do some hobby next week, maybe I'll do that. That would be a good thing to um to do to get them re because they they need to be based rebased anyway. Yeah, yeah, something like the rack. Yeah, so like a sort of very dark, dark very pallid, little bit pinky, purpley kind of um like shading to it effectively would would because that would really because because the whole team is dark that would really counter act it really wouldn't it be like contrast. I mean I get like the dark elder homunculi like to torture people and shit like that but like why are these racks wearing the most ridiculous corsets ever what's that all about <laughs> do you not like a corset oh i love a corset but both, both both you know to wear to and wear to and view. to observe yeah. but like what why are they wearing these most ridiculous corsets it's a good question because it, it's not going to improve their mobility no it's not and i say that from experience you know? like it's, <laughs> 
you're you're kind of you're, you're limited in your range of movement, you know, and so it's just a bit much. But like, look at the size of this dude's pectoral muscles as well. They're very wide. Very, mm. That's very unusual. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Um. So yeah, that sort of colour. Mm. So I think I'm actually going to look up the Games Workshop. What's his name? Duncan. Duncan who does those really yeah. good. Um, Tutorials. I'm going to look up the old Games Workshop. They must have a rack skin tutorial and have a look at that. And that, I think that would be a good start for 10. The, the Games Workshop painting tutorials on YouTube how to paint are the awesome. There you go. Let's have a look at that. So, yeah, so something like that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I was going to say, so that's that's what I've been doing now. And that kind of rounds up my hobby harem. I've done a little bit of green stuffing on the spawn as well to bring them up to where they need yeah, to be. Yeah, you, you put a unicorn horn on one, didn't you? There is. You'll see that, that painted up as a full-on unicorn. And um, and now they've just got to be finished painting. <laughs> Other than that, I think that's, that's the hobby harem. And that's uh, that's almost the podcast, Phil, I think. Fortunately, today, um, Phil has deigned to stay until the end of the podcast. So you're not going to have a fireside chat with Morg to, like, round up. <laughs> what I want to know is who you think wants to join you at the fireside, Tom. I think everybody does. All of the listeners love the. I put on a. I put on a sultry tone as well. We go. Join me, Morg, for a fireside chat. Do you put like some and kind we'll, of like uh, burning kind of log sound in the background too? Um, it's the. I usually use the gladiator. You know. Um, mm. You know when. Uh, but you don't. You don't need some kind of like wood crackling effect. No, no, I should do that. That would be. That would be a good effect actually. I usually do like a pensive kind of wistful soundtrack. It's going to be drowned out by the sound of a train. Don't worry, we got this. We got this. The, uh, we got this. Twenty oh nine. Do you reckon the listeners can hear that? When it's it's registering on the little okay. thing. So now we've got a fireside chat. So listeners, welcome to the fireside chat with Phil and Tom. Welcome. The fireside chat. Is this like some kind of a- ASMR? Is yeah, basically. A- a- ASR? ASMR? AMRSM? RSM? He's the former manager of RSM. AM? This fire sounds quite aggressive. It does. It's kind of scaring me. I've been painting treatment all day. It's giving me some kind of PTSD as to what's going to happen to my treatment. Got a wild look in your eyes. Indeed. Anyway, listeners, thank you very much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. We hope you've enjoyed our musings and our ramblings. I'd encourage all of you later today, this evening, before you go to bed, to log on to the, the Dawnburn World Cup website. Yes, do. Click on info, look at the team rosters, select a team roster at random and, and play. Try well, and find the Sneaky Git skeleton. Sneaky Git for bonus points. But also any Wood Elf team you play, click on it. Guess the skills. And I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Goodbye, Cuando hay perdón, tan puro y tan azul que me hago el corazón Es que este amor es azul como el mar azul Como el azul del cielo nació entre los dos Azul como el lucero de nuestra pasión Un manantial azul que me llena de amor Como el milagro que tanto esperé La niña que siempre busqué azul Es tu inocencia que quiero entender Tu príncipe azul yo seré Azul es mi locura si estoy junto a ti Rayo de luna serás para mí Azul y con la lluvia pintada de azul
azul Por siempre serás solo tú Azul, y es que este amor es azul como el mar azul Como de tu mirada nació mi ilusión Azul como una lágrima cuando hay perdón Tan puro y tan azul que embriagó el corazón Es que este amor es azul como el mar azul Como el azul del cielo nació entre los Azul como el lucero de nuestra pasión Un manantial azul Que me llena de amor Azul Y es que este amor es azul como el mar Azul que embriagó el corazón Es que este amor es azul como el mar